Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Els, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! All right, we are driving at full speed after seeing three identical strangers. And on the count of three, I will have thought of the rating. I know, I and had to do Jill, that too. Jill usually does this, but I'm the culprit here. You're I have not thought of my it. rating yet. <laughs> uh, okay. One, two, three. 6.5. So this is a documentary, and if you have heard of the uh, movie, you may know that there's some intrigue involved, but if you're just like, oh, I don't know, I'll just listen to this episode, know that there, for a, for a documentary, there are um, going to be spoilers that you may not want to hear about before you see the movie. Just a warning. Yeah. And uh, I would give this a sub-genre of Twin Trig, although I can't think of any other movies within that subcategory. I think I need to talk more about it to to tease out what it's like its purpose, other than telling a cool story Mm -hmm. slash a kind of academic study of ethics and right. And if those are just the two things that they're they are, then I think great it achieved that um but i uh but if that's all it was then that to me is a 6.5 um, yeah. but if there's more in there that i'm just not quite getting yet then i i would be willing to go up so yeah the first part is fun as you as we just kind of have the fun of it takes you on a similar experience so, um, microcosm of course of what the brothers kind of sure. went through you know kind of like the disbelief to the excitement of them all being together and how fun that is and it's just crazy and we the audience also can't believe it and then we kind of also go dark with them as they go dark and finding out that they're you know their their brother's death and all that this is interesting i did not realize that we had never seen bob oh really i mean eddie that's funny until they said that he was dead and i was like well then how did they interview him in the beginning (laughs) And then I was like, Jill, they didn't. They just interviewed his friend uh-huh. and showed pictures of him uh-huh. in college. So my my brain played a trick on me there. Uh-huh. Oh, to the crux of this movie, it was like, what is, what are the bioethics of um, psychological studies done in a way that like fundamentally alters the lives of its participants in a way that they didn't sign off on? Yeah. Um, I think the part that I found the hardest to swallow and and kind of the most heartbreaking was the kind of reveal that they were studying a little bit more the parents and the parenting than the than Uh the children necessarily i um come from a community where lots of people have adopted Mm -hmm. 
children um, growing up I just have lots of family friends who have been through that process and I you know and sometimes their their children are very well adjusted and and sometimes not and of course just like anybody it's it kind of runs the gamut but absolutely I've seen the the difficulty it is um, to have a to adopt a child and and one adopted child is going to be totally different than the other adopted child. So to not give those parents help mm-hmm. feels like one of the biggest crimes to me. Um, sure, I can, you know, I, I, I am not a mother, so I'm sure there's a maternal horror at the idea of separating triplets, you know, who have been in the womb together and who are in a crib for six months together and separating them. I just, I personally... I feel like my heart broke a little bit more for the parents. And, uh-huh. and that is horrible. I'm not saying that I was like, meh. <laughs> but um, I think I had a little bit more of an emotional emotional reaction to think of like... First of all, I feel like once parents get to the point of deciding that they need to adopt, that could be for lots of reasons. Maybe they can't have kids of their own. I just... To put the parents through that as well just feels... And then to be scrutinized. Their parenting scrutinized. You right. know, that one guy who said he'd be on the books for um, the few files that he had kept. He was one of the people who observed the kids. And he was right. His notes were basically like, clearly the parents were not attuned to the troubles of this child. Right. Oh my gosh. Like, (laughs) that I find so offensive. Right. That that happened. Yeah. And that that was written in a file. And you just kind of want to say like, yeah, no thanks to you you could have maybe helped that situation. Right. And this whole study is to like help children, according to, I think is the woman mm. um, that they interviewed is. <laughs> also <laughs> bird. Television. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Ooh, this, is good. this is a harrowing ride. <laughs> uh, and how, how much of the opposite happened? I don't know. I mean, yeah. maybe, Maybe if we all could really, or, you know, people who are at the top of the field now in child development could read all of this findings, maybe it would just advance things like crazy. But I have a feeling part of why it didn't come out is because maybe they were just seeing more harm than good. Right. As the, and as, why let people know that? As society kind of smartened up to what is child abuse, right. uh, they were like, this is becoming less and less... Uh, doable to release without becoming subject to lawsuits. I don't think that there's a way to perform that study in an ethical manner. You know, like, so if you had full consent of the parents, you still wouldn't have consent of the children who are going to be raised uh, apart from their sibling. But at the very least, you could have every, be transparent and have everyone sign off on it. Yeah. Like, you mean like the people all who are adult parties. Consent. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, I mean, there's... I think when I studied psychology in high school, they talked about studies where they were far more ethical, where they just discovered twins that were separated. Not, I don't think, because of a... I mean, these are right. actual studies that were published. Right. And so they just studied them in retrospect as adults. Right. Um, to try to solve that problem. And that feels more, you know... It reminded me of a, a series, documentary series called The Up Series. Have you heard of that? No. It's, uh, that one is made fully with informed consent. Uh, but it, 
it was the first one was called Seven Up, and then there was Fourteen Up, then Twenty One Up. So each each one uh, goes up by a factor of seven, and it's uh, children from different life circumstances, different parts of England, that are um, videotaped and interviewed to find out like how their development has differed um, as they got older, and so it's a series of like every seven years. Mm-hmm. It, the new one gets released. I'm not sure if it's still going on. I know that there's a 49 up. There might have been a. What are my time tables? <laughs> Six fifty-six. <laughs> so it might have been a fifty-six up, but I'm not sure. But you know that you're obviously not dealing with like the identical DNA and stuff like that that you get with twins and triplets. But you're you're getting a ethnographic style study of of this question of nature versus nurture mm-hmm. and that's the right way to do it right right <laughs> it just just has me thinking about those kind of questions yeah of like what rights do we have as someone who is yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. a minor but then what rights do we have as someone who's like six months old sure that, that sort of stuff as well I think this will be a great discussion tool for schools uh-huh. one aspect that I thought was interesting and pretty dark was the fact that it's the the Jewish yeah and like the, to the all eugenics uh, yeah connection. and not like and not just a little bit of a Jewish connection like the the families are Jewish right. the adoption agency is Jewish the doctor the psychologist is came to America fleeing Austria I think from a concentration from camp the Hol- from he the Holocaust he was oh it was from the Holocaust I'm not sure yeah I'm not sure if he actually yeah. but either way he fled his yeah. country because of the Holocaust and then all of this happened yeah by Jewish people to Jewish people I mean it's just yeah I don't really know what to make of that but it's that that's just kind of jaw dropping yeah so um, I think it's tempting when you're reacting to a documentary just talk about the subjects or topics addressed and not really talk about the filmmaking but I want to make sure we talk about the filmmaking so um so in that example you gave I think it would have been interesting to see more parallels drawn instead of just like a passing mention of that Mm. because they clearly are are trying to side us with these triplets that are that feel that they underwent a trauma as a result of this um study so be a little poetic with that you know you you mentioned the nazi connection don't stop there like right, right. i think there's maybe like a little bit like oh i don't want to be controversial like do it you you want to go there go there yeah. so i would have liked to see a little bit more boldness on the filmmaking i found some of the b-roll like the reenactment stuff way too literal you're just showing the back of this guy's head for a bunch of yeah. minutes and then like Oh, and then I called them on the phone. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I, you know, sorry, I'm and gesturing. And they reused the done. same footage over and over and over. Yeah. Like the footage of them being at, like being interviewed by talk show hosts. Yeah. They would show that same footage at least three times, if not more. Yeah. Without, without, in my opinion, really doing it, in you know, having cast new light on it. You yeah. know, I. So I totally agree with you. And that's why I, I kind of was giving it a lower score in yeah. that it just feels like an academic study on right. camera as opposed to do something with it. Right. And what an incredible story. So I don't think, or like you're saying, go with 
one of those things that you found, one of those themes or one of those, and add some poetry, add some creative elements. (laughs) I will definitely be lowering my score, but I'm just not sure how much. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder if the filmmaker originally was like, okay, so these remaining, these two remaining triplets have uh, kind of had a falling out and we're going to try to reunite them with this film. I wonder if that was a goal. They're sort of like, no, we're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they they get together at the end to, just to, like, watch that footage together, but they don't seem like... They were super So close. enthused. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like they didn't... It was kind of like siblings that aren't close. Yeah. It's like... They've bond, they're bonded in a way that you can't just get rid of the other person and you know deep down you love them yeah but so much has happened that they can't just right hang out like they used to that moment when they sit down together is yeah feels tense right it makes me think I think they made the point uh, you know when you're family you've spent the first 18 years of your life learning to compromise learning like your mm. pecking order your your you, you're stuck with each other, basically. Yeah. Um, but when you meet when you're 19, you've already become adults, and you don't have all... You don't have the benefit of that... Right. ...developmental, like, that shared developmental experience. When they talked about meeting and all just going partying and everything, the whole time I just thought, I hope they started therapy, like, the <laughs> second that they met each other. Yeah. Which, of course, they didn't, it seemed. I don't... We don't know, but they certainly didn't talk about it. Yeah. Um... That observation that you just talked about was made by my favorite person in the whole documentary, which was the aunt. Uh And I thought she was so wise. Yeah. I feel like she was so articulate and so feeling and sensitive to kind of the whole process. And to me, she just seemed like this family member who's maybe one step removed because she's an aunt but still deeply invested in these boys mm-hmm. who was able to just kind of watch it and, and observe it in a way that the rest of the family couldn't quite do. I have to uh, share my favorite joke that you hear a character say in a movie. Okay. It is from the movie Brazil. It is a line written by Tom Stoppard. The dunce of a main character is making small talk with a coworker. He says... How are the twins? And his coworker responds, correcting him, uh, triplets. And then our main character says, Ah, how time flies. <laughs> I bet Laura Ells likes that joke too. Yes. <laughs> but I think the, the thing that the movie kind of makes you do, you know, at the end of the movie, I try to think, did is this movie making me think differently or yeah and it leaves you with the question of what if what if you turn the corner and you found your twin which I have done which, before mm-hmm. but I was I kind of asking myself that the whole time during the whole movie I was kind of wondering but I mean a literal twin like if you literally not just your doppelgangers yeah are you, are you just gonna let people who don't know what I'm talking about just Leave them hanging. Sorry. <laughs> David has lots of doppelgangers. But there's one in particular. I'm talking about the guy who at one point worked at the Braintree Best Buy. 
um, that looks so much like me that when I I changed my Facebook picture to be his MySpace photo that a friend of mine had found, uh, people commented that I had changed my hairstyle <laughs> instead of saying that guy looks like you. And then I saw him in real life, and that was weird enough to to see a picture of someone on the internet and then see them randomly in real life somewhere. Yeah. But I, I was so scared when I saw him that I, like, left the store. Really? <laughs> yeah. He really freaked you out? Yeah. Like, I didn't want him to see me and be like, hey, you. Like, as if he was, like, Oh, that's so interesting. But then as I left the Best Buy, I was dressed for a wedding, and uh, some guys pulled up in a car as I was leaving and said, hey, sexy man. And like they were saying it in like a familiar like we're friends kind of way, and as I walked closer because I was walking past them to get to my car, I could see them their faces grow more and more horrified as they realized that I was not <laughs> their friend who worked at Best Buy. Did you hop in their car? I did. I was and like, go, hey, 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 sexy boys. Man. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that, it is it is a weird thing to discover that you have someone that looks like you and I imagine it's infinitely weirder to discover you that you share DNA with that person yeah alright let's reevaluate our scores okay I don't know you're talking about I liked the movie but I it felt like it was lacking in the in the filmmaking mm-hmm. your observations make me feel like I want to double down on my not so great a score. Maybe I'll just land on a six. I still liked it. I liked it. Mm. It's more than a five, everybody. A six is more than a five. What about you, David? Yeah, I'm, I'm between a 5.5 and a six. And I imagine for David, I feel like is not a specialist, but has taken a lot of time and care learning about documentaries in his life and creating them in a way. In a way. So I can imagine that being particularly annoying that a documentary filmmaker yeah. doesn't take advantage of anything creative. Yeah, you're you're a filmmaker. You're you're not you're not just making a feature length long editorial piece about this interesting story. Yeah. Uh, or are you doing that and therefore say that that's what you're doing? Yeah. And let it be used for a different purpose. <laughs> right. Be a frontline episode. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so that was Three Identical Strangers. We're finally home. Bye. Bye.